On today's episode, we look at Almost Paradise, a TV show on WGN. I watched it. Brandon looked up the facts about it. We'll discuss. Brandon, yeah. what'd you think? Well, I uh, I was looking up this show and there wasn't much information on this thing. Like, it didn't even have a Wikipedia page. Oh, no. So I'm really more interested in kind of uh, your thoughts about it to, to start off. Um, what'd you think? Did you like it? Was it good or... Mm, it was like Burn Notice or Hawaii Five-O. That was my next question. Yeah, it seemed like that from the. Uh, that was your second question. From the promo, it was if, that if, specific? It, if it was going to, be, if it was like Burn Notice, because from the promo it seemed like it was a uh, comedy slash kind of trying to be actiony, but like '80s sort of like cheesiness kind of. Oh yes, it's very cheesy. Yes, uh, I was it like Leverage. I don't know. I haven't seen enough Leverage to really. Gauge that. I think Leverage is more serious than this is. This does not take itself seriously at all. The reason why I ask is because the main person... Alex Walker. Alex Walker, yes. He is the... Uh, XDA, Alex Walker. And he is the main person from Leverage. So... Well, the, no, the main person from Leverage is, is like, older. And he was been in a bunch of stuff. Like, he was in... If not Haunting uh, well, at Hill House, he was in other well, things. Well, I didn't, I didn't mean the name. I meant he, that he was part of the Leverage cast. Okay. Like, he was part of that. Great, great research. <laughs> Main person of Leverage. Okay, well, let me just tell you a little bit about what I saw on the show. Um, the intro itself literally gives you a synopsis of what the plot is about. So, it's a week-by-week week kind of thing. And he's like, I'm an ex-DEA agent who decided to move to the Philippines and open up a gift shop. But crime seems to follow me around despite everything I try to not get mixed up in. And so he has this, like, tiny shop, and that's where we meet him after the intro scene. The intro scene is kind of to show the bad guy. Um, I watched episode... Ah, the, the last one that came out? I don't know what episode it was. What episode was it? Like, seven, eight, maybe? Anyways, it dealt with, like, um, this hitman who we're introduced to killing this guy in the bathroom and then we don't hear anything about him until like halfway through the episode and then he's after Alex's uncle so wow yeah. from from what I've just seen I've seen a couple of these types of show they're obviously not my cup of tea but were the action scenes that Excuse they did me. I don't think we've done like any of them where you're like this is my cup of tea I'm, at a certain point one has to be your cup of, cup of tea and I'm gonna find it well, the, were the action scenes funny at all? Like, did they put a lot of humor into them, I assume? Uh, they tried to, but again, like, Hawaii Five-0 was, like, a lot of um, forced uh, kind of jokes, laugh track type jokes, um, without the laugh track. They, you had, I think the main guy, no offense, was overacting, and he got super angry, and his emotions were all over the place at certain times and then he would like do double takes and stuff and it was just kind of like cheesy cheesy acting it's funny because alex walker is actually very i mean i know that's the character's name in the show yeah but he's that people find him like the best part about it okay i mean he's, he's definitely trying but he is being but he's super cheesy like, i mean yeah he's kind of try hard at, at this point was it uh did 
was it low budget or was it high budget? I couldn't tell from the research I was doing. Because places were saying it was low budget, but again, when I looked at the promo, there was like shots of them falling off a boat and him like choking someone in water, and it looked like they no, were... No, it's probably low budget. But they had a lot of it take place in like an island hotel, and then his like rickety shack that he has is a tiny shop, and then they had a scene in an airport, and then like a random dock scene. So, like, they get around, it just isn't, like, any super uh, crazy explosions like yeah, what you Yeah, they, they actually shot this place in the Philippines, which I think is pretty Wait, cool. for real? They, yeah, went, to the they went to the Philippines? they the Philippines and they shot this thing. I mean, you do get a lot of overhead shots sometimes to be, like, introducing the scene, but at the same time, I don't think it was really necessary to actually shoot it there, unless it's cheaper, maybe. Um, I think you would find it funny the uncle who comes in there in, in this episode is played by Richard Kind and uh, the guy from from Scrubs and the, the uncle who was in that other show the one about the family who um, the Adam Pally show? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. He played the uncle but he's like an ex-con man type thing. He played remember in Chuck, Sarah's dad also played like a con man yeah. who was still evil or still like doing that stuff but they still loved him mm-hmm. like that's this character basically and he comes in there and he's trying to pretend that he's just looking to hang out and that he wants he needs to stay there for a few days and in reality he's like doing counterfeit things and Alex never buys it to begin with so so really fast give us a quick overview of the episode that you watch you kind of you kind of hit the nail on the head with the summary but um well like you said that there is a someone who tortures someone in the beginning scene and kills them he takes their finger um and then alex we see doing meditation his uncle busts in alex is like oh no not you and then his uncle's like I've seen your daughter lately, which is apparently a really big sore point with Alex, who I don't know what's going on with his daughter, Evelyn, but that kind of like takes the wind out of his sails and he just kind of allows his uncle to hang out, but then quickly finds out from his police friends, because apparently he works with the police sometimes to bust crime every episode, I assume, uh, that there's a counterfeiter grifter around and he quickly figures out that it's his uncle. And then that it sees his uncle trying to cheat these people from Singapore, like this really rich family. And he like intervenes in that and ends up uh, getting the money that he was, his uncle was going to take from them. And he plans to like give it back to them some way. But before any of that can happen, the hitman we were introduced to at the beginning of the episode shows up. And then Alex realizes his uncle is there um, because he's being chased by some mob people that he had gotten in deep with and like screwed over somehow so he then has to find a way to protect his uncle and uh they eventually get caught by the hitman and they go to as i said like this dock area uh where they have like safe uh not safe deposit boxes but the places where you keep all your stuff like storage facilities and he's about to kill them and then there's this really cheesy like um you know i keep saying that but like it's a planned out thing that the cops have even been a part of where they have like a blood pack in in the guy's thing so it makes it look like he's dead and the hitman thinks he's dead and then that kind of resolves everything and then the police are like you got to get out of here uncle and then they have like a nice little goodbye and the uncle leaves and that's basically the full episode so and so would you guess that this is like kind of 
it just from that one episode, it kind of seems like this is a show that had that was kind of like really into twists, but like kind of obvious twists. Would you say? I don't know if it's really into twists. I think it uh, the twists were obvious, but it's more um, every cop show you watch, you're gonna get the same kind of formula, and this was the same deal where it seems like at the very end the cops or whoever are in the most peril and that they're going to lose to the bad guy and then suddenly you realize that they've had it under control for the whole time and uh that they're going to get that the cops are going to catch the bad guy and that's basically what happened there some of the things that were just like too hard to just ignore or pass off was like the bad guy who i think they originally were trying to make seem really intimidating (laughs) um just got more and more or less and less cool as time went on and like, was he cool to start off with no they just didn't have him talking or anything so you can they just had him with like a messed up eye and uh but the more he talked the the less he seemed to um intimidate anyone and at the very end when he shoots richard kind's character um or the the cops actually shoot him richard kind does this like fake i can't deal with all this i'm going to shoot you guys and then they shoot him (laughs) then the alex uh walker guy freaks out starts running over to his uncle and is like oh how could you and then runs back to the hitman who the police are now arresting and taking in and yells you see what you did he's dead now call off the hit call off the hit right now and it was like if he was really dead, he would be not. You wouldn't have to tell him to call off the hit. It was just so cringeworthy, um, obvious that like. I feel like the bad guy not realizing that he wasn't dead. If he hadn't realized he wasn't dead up until that point, when Alex ditched the body to go yell at him to take off the hit, like why would he care if if he's dead? Like obviously the hit was going to be taken care of. Why did he make a, such a big deal about it? So, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm getting a good sense of what the show was like. Um, when I was doing the research on it, a lot of it was just kind of talking about how they were trying to kind of make homages to a lot of, like, 80s movies and kind of crime-solving movies and, and stuff like that. And from the promos I was watching, I could also kind of see that same type of uh, situation going on. Um, in terms of like the acting because i guess i want to jump upon that because as I said before it's been received pretty well for the acting uh was it good was it was i it mean sufficient? richard kind plays himself he plays uh the same type of like sarcastic funny um like i don't know people he doesn't care what anybody thinks of him he's going to do his own thing and uh that went through fine again there were numerous times I was watching this episode where I was like okay you need to take it down like three gears to the main character because he seemed to overreact to everything and it was just him trying hard um to to show to the audience what emotion he was trying to do I guess Uh, but I think what you said before about it following a certain pattern every episode is kind of true because I I got a quick synopsis of the pilot off of the internet where apparently Alex um, kind of meets this person named Teo, and this is in the pilot, uh, Teo is a villain, and, uh, Alex, throughout this episode, Teo's, like, kind of, like, the struggler, he manages to make Teo believe that he was, 
like on his side throughout most of the episode and then um Alex basically it, it ends up being a setup all along and Teo is arrested for murder after Teo kind of like you know is confessing to Alex and not sure not knowing that he's wearing a wire mm-hmm. um they so. use the same type of wire thing here because it turns out the entire time that the bad guy was about to kill them and that they were that they were leading him to the storage locker to get him money um that they were recording it at the same time <laughs> and he had this outrageous gun that had this huge muzzle on it, like the silencer, and it was just obnoxiously big. <laughs> and at certain points, it was like, yeah, you want us to laugh at this. There's a there's a, a scene where they're in the car, and it looks like it's shot with, like, the two and a half men when they're, like, shooting from a car, and the guy is in the back seat, the one with the gun, and, and they're pretending to have an argument in the front seat uh, about... Um, how he could, how the uncle could have screwed him over for this cash because he was pretending to be his partner. And it, it was just a lot to take in when you've kind of tried to distance yourself from that type of show because you don't really see the point in them. Um, I think that the, the, the cop storyline is probably bigger on an episode-to-episode basis. In this episode, we really didn't get to see, um, I think her name was Kai, and she was like the young agent and he works with two of them, but she was like kind of pissed off with Alex because she felt that because he'd been working with them so much that she was being underappreciated and given all these small jobs. Um, but I think they were like, there was some sort of love interest that they were trying to work in there. Like a will they won't they type thing? Yeah, it wasn't really done too much this episode at all. There weren't any scenes like that showed them flirting but it felt like that was the dynamic they would eventually go for. I don't know, maybe... What, like, so, from what I'm seeing, like, or hearing, it sounds like it's a show that definitely goes episode, kind of case-by-week basis, as, as you're talking about, but was there any, except for that love interest thing, was there any type of, like, story arc that seemed like they were going in any direction, or is it just kind of like, like you said, like an episode-by-episode basis? No real story arc. Maybe they'll go into his daughter a little bit more as to why he feels, um that he can't talk to her because even at the end when he was saying goodbye to his uncle he was like you'll send me a postcard tell me how Evelyn's doing or whatever um I guess maybe she's not talking to him because she's upset with him uh it felt like the thing remember medical police the Netflix show it felt like what they were making fun of that type (laughs) of show because there were literal scenes where it could have been in medical police had they just made it a little bit more like comical um, wasn't like med- wait wasn't medical academy wasn't that what it was called or something? You're talking about the children's hospital thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was called medical police. Medical police. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there were some scenes that were so stupid that they were pretty funny. Like when Alex, as I was talking about, caught his uncle trying to <clears throat> rip off these uh, Singapore fa- the Singapore family and the Singapore families like betting thousands of dollars per hole of golf and they did and then the last hole was like two hundred thousand dollars or singapore dollars which are like a one-to-one ratio they made a big deal about that um and so alex's uncle keeps trying to mess the singapore family and alex up because the winner takes all so he keeps on giving him like fake balls to hit with but alex keeps like not using them and then at one point the uncle like says something about evelyn to screw up Alex's shot and he hits it because he's been doing so well and it's like the biggest hole and he hits it and it goes flying off in the wrong direction but then it 
they they were one of the Singapore people were like, watch out or whatever, and it hits someone on the head, bounces off their head, bounces off something else, and then lands back on the green and is almost a hole in one. <laughs> it was just like, okay. So was the show, right. show? So did this show have any sense of like seriousness to it? Because that's pretty ridiculous. Like, um, I mean, it tried to make make it pretty sentimental when uh, Uncle Danny left. Like they kept pushing the uh, point that he had raised Alex, and even though he had raised him sort of as a con man, that he had loved him regardless, and that they he truly. Uh, looked out for him and and would uh, miss him and then he went on the flight and then you see that he was actually he had when they told him to leave the island he left the island with the Singapore people like on their private jet <laughs> and then Alex so turned around and he's like that's my uncle and then he's like where's my wallet <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah they kind of left it off with that so so obviously super it, corny <laughs> we, we yeah it's obviously a corny show um but I'll, I'll kind of ask a question that you asked me last time if to make this show better for what was going for what exactly do you think what would you have changed if you were like in control what do you think they needed to like work on a little bit um i guess make i guess stick with the bad guy and maybe give him a little bit more um credit when it came to being an intimidating force like he literally stood there gun pointing at each of them and let them talk to each other and then like hug each other so that the guy could slip not only the blood pack into his pouch but tell him the full plan his uncle who wasn't aware of what was going on uh and then also slip like the 300 grand into his back of his pants like all while the guy was literally like four feet away from them and it just if you're trying to make someone just be a little bit more practical I, I do have to ask like with the blood pack thing was one of those things where they shot him and then they did like a rewind effect and then they showed him putting the blood pack into him or was it yes like they, that's oh. exactly what it is <laughs> but it was also so ridiculous because they had caught the bad guy or sorry the cops showed up to grab the bad guy because alex somehow disarmed the guy with the gun and then instead of picking up the gun the bad guy pulls out a knife because we've seen him earlier with a briefcase full of knives, so obviously that's his thing. And then they, Alex beats him in a knife fight. <laughs> Even though he's like a well-known hitman, I think called like the contractor or something. Um, and uh, and then the cops show up, arrest the guy. But then Richard Kind picks up the gun and he's like, "I can't go to jail." <laughs> and he pretends to point it at the cops, and the cops uh, shoot him. And then that's when he falls on the ground. And then we go to commercial break. And then Danny's run over before the commercial break, but then after the commercial break, Danny runs over again <laughs> to start like screaming over the dead body of Danny. And then he goes running off, and I've already explained that part so, about the So yeah, going into the final bit of research I have, this was uh, made by Dean Devlin, award-winning writer and executive producer of uh, the show. And he basically has been in charge of other shows such as Leverage and, and you know, things along the lines of, like, Burn Notice and, and such stuff like that. Um, and he, this idea came to him, uh, the show's basis came to him 14 years ago um, when he visited the Philippines and <laughs> he wanted to create a show in Hawaii 
uh, working on a project that he was really excited about, aka um, Almost Paradise. Was there is there any reason why it's called Almost Paradise, or is it just kind of like an allegory for what he's like going through right now? Like, um, Almost Paradise, I think, is uh, supposed to be the fact that yeah, an allegory to that he retired from his hard job and he's supposed to be relaxing on this nice tropical island, and instead he's stuck still kind of fighting crime and just with a different set of people. Um, one of my favorite, or there were a few favorite lines of the bad guy that made him less and less cool as he was talking. Like, one of them was like, what do I look like, a chump? What do I look like? Oh, he said he literally was going and, <laughs> like, you don't have to ask those questions <laughs> if you're trying to be intimidating. And then he's like, why should I believe this isn't bogus? It's like, who, who uses the word bogus or phony paper? Yeah, I think this, this is probably, like, going for, like, a, what, old middle-aged audience, I assume. Yeah, probably those blue blood, blood people. No offense. <laughs> people, But even Blue Bloods, I would say, is probably a lot more serious than this show. Um, I was honestly saying it belonged on, like, US, USA, because it kind of followed those formats. And I don't see it really going on for too many more seasons. But. USA, well, yeah, this is in its first season, and just from the looks of it, it doesn't look like it's going to probably get another one. But mm-hmm. USA has, like, shows that are, that are, like, Suits and Mr. Robot and all that type of stuff, shows that have been, like... I was talking more, like, Royal Pains. Like, there are shows that don't have to have too much of a niche niche before it can acquire an audience. But I don't know. They didn't seem to really be pulling too many tricks like they didn't have enough famous people no offense to Richard Kind um, or the main character and it didn't seem to really be offering anything that we haven't seen before that said it may surprise us and heck maybe I just watched the wrong episode uh, I'll leave my opinion open and again we, we, we know that this show is on WGN we just you know we hey, what's that supposed to be WGN produces no, I, no, I'm just saying that. okay all right well that'll be it for this episode of today's episode tune in tomorrow to find out what tomorrow's episode is bye